Welcome to Jared and Drew's NBA postseason preview here on the podcast. I have been really looking forward to this. I know Jared has been as well. Our long-awaited NBA series. I know we've done some couple episodes here and there, like a free agency one. We we did some other things, a midseason recap. But hey, this is the real deal now. A uh, regular season has come and gone. Now we have the postseason. So yeah, like I said, I'm joined by Jared Velusky from Journey to Millions. So. Jared, how are you doing on this night? I'm doing great. I'm looking forward to talking NBA. Um, been really looking forward to, like you said, and uh, yeah, we'll go over some awards and then get into the postseason play. So, really excited. Yeah, he's right. And uh, as of you know, right now we are recording during the play-in game, so we're recording right now during the Nets, the Nets game here, and Nets Cavs. And Jared, what's the score? Um, Durant hit a three, uh, 91-82. Um, Nets with eight minutes left. So, so you I'll guys will know the winner, but you know, at, at the time, at the time, I mean, the updates might not really matter. You know, <laughs> I mean, they won't matter, but yeah, still, we'll we'll be just he'll be keep me in the loop. So, with that, uh, let's get right into the awards here. You know, we're gonna keep it a little Bucks biased for um, talking the playoff stuff. Of course, the Bucks they do get the three seed. Just to talk about regular season here, they finished fifty one and thirty one. Uh, they tie same record with the Celtics. Celtics do take the tiebreaker, however. So, you know, I, I'm really happy with the, the three seed, which we'll talk about when we talk playoffs, because I think it actually helps the Bucks out, you know, sitting all those guys against Cleveland. Because as we saw, we saw the, the Mavericks, they decided to play Luka. Bad choice. But yeah, Jerry, what, what are your thoughts on having the three seed? Well, I like the three seed. I mean, obviously, we won it all as a three seed last year. Um, Two years ago, we did this exact same thing where we tried to avoid. We, we purposely lost to the 76ers, um, and we ended up losing, I think, to the Heat that was first round or second round in the bubble. Um, last year, we went straight out, which was kind of different. We got the three seed as or the not last year, two years ago, we got the one seed. Um, and then we ended up right. That's that's when we lost. That's when we lost to the Heat, right? Yeah, you have your years mixed up. Yeah, years mixed I, I, up, I get but, what you're saying. They lost yeah. to Toronto the year, but yeah, but. But this year, I like that they um, kind of snuck it in there, how they benched all their starters, um, played safe, obviously. And I wanted to, I wanted the three seeds, so I was happy the Celtics won. They tried to win. I mean, I, they played Tatum and Brown and everyone, so I was really happy with that. Um, and now we get the Bulls first round, which is a lot better than having to play the Nets like the Celtics have to. So I'm very excited about that. That's assuming a Nets win here, which I, I think yeah, is going to happen. True. But but Jared, yeah, you're spot on. Uh, look at what. Um, I mean, we talked about this here, uh, Bernie and I did on episode 57 of the sports crew. We talked about uh, the sitting these people and just, you know, decision by the front office, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, Budenholzer had some say in it as well. Just good decision. And I think it's going to pay off for this buck squad. But with that regular season, like I said, come and gone, we got to talk awards. Uh, This MVP, this MVP race has been interesting. Uh, a lot of people are saying, you know, it's it's very congested, which it is, right? And, you know, Jared, who do you think should win the MVP, and who do you think is going to win the MVP? Or is it so? Uh, if I'm if you asked me this a week ago, um, I would say Giannis, but just because he had a he didn't really care at the end of the year, um, he didn't have like the best few games to end the year, and obviously Embiid kept playing, Jokic kept playing. But right now, Jokic, I think the, the Nuggets, I know they're the sixth seed play against the Warriors, but I would say Embiid is the MVP because he won the scoring title and his team is currently the fourth seed, which is worse than the Bucks. But 
just the way the season ended with Giannis not playing and him not really caring. Um, Embiid was still dropping 30 points a night. So, I mean, you, you got to give it to Embiid first center in a long time to win the, win the MVP. So I think that's going to happen. Well, you know, Jokic being a center as well, I'd say, but um, yeah, but he's also classified as a power forward, which is crazy. But they, Jokic, they classify him as, as a power forward. Yo, I got to get Jokic back to back. Look, look, um, we saw this midseason last year. It was so close between these guys just because Embiid was like, he didn't miss a lot before he got hurt, right? It, mm-hmm. it, we're seeing the same thing here, just a repeat of history. But this time, Embiid's got is healthy. He won the scoring title, right? I mean, certainly there's a great case for Embiid. Uh, Giannis, a lot of people with advanced, you know, are not even like some of the advanced stats, but like some, a lot of, you know, other stats point to Giannis, but I unfortunately don't think it's, he's going to win it. But, uh, I personally, I like, I like what Jokic has done. I know, like you mentioned, they're the sixth seed again, there's like, there's reasons like that kind of hurt Jokic, but in the team stat, but again, looking at like ratings, advanced stats, they all, they point toward Jokic. They just do. I mean, that's yeah, how it's been. But voter fatigue also does exist. And I think that voters will obviously not want to vote for Jokic, Jokic even if he did have the most efficient season of all time, which he did. Um, and also Embiid hasn't, I mean, like I said, voter fatigue. So they're going to go for um, Embiid over Jokic, I think. And also my big argument against that is that the Nuggets are the sixth seed. I mean, the 76ers aren't much better in that. I mean, the, the East is a lot tighter. So, I mean, the Sixers could easily be the one or the two seed. So, like, my whole argument is the Nuggets are the sixth seed. And the last team, the last player to not, like, to win the MVP when, the, when their team wasn't the best was what, Russell Westbrook. And that's when he had his Oscar Robertson season, averaging a triple-double. I don't really see that happening again this year. So, Jokic might win it, but I think that they'll stay away from him because of voter fatigue and because their team is the sixth seed. Well, last year when Jokic won it, I mean, that, that team wasn't... He... Like I said, like that was kind of the whole Russell Westbrook thing when like he had a great season and they there wasn't really a bigger like it was kind of clear they were going to win it this year. There's actually a race last year. I think who was second? Was it Giannis or was it like LeBron? I, I don't really remember. It, w- it was close between the second. And third. I don't I, yeah. like it, it doesn't matter. Right. But, but Jokic ran away with it and there wasn't anyone stopping huh. him. So that last year was kind of different this year. It's it's a three headed three man race. Now, maybe two with Giannis kind of yeah. falling off, but. Well, I'll, I I respect John Hollinger, right? He does excellent advanced stats, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll end my I, I totally I agree with what you said. I'm not. I just certainly think, like again, it's like who you think should win and who should win. I actually think I I, I surprisingly like I thought Embiid was going to be the one who who won it. If you asked me this last week, even a couple of weeks ago, but I just you know Jokic breaking records, right? Look what he's done, and um, like you mentioned, historically great years. Um, in player efficiency rating, he was number one. Estimated wins added, he was number one. Jared, listen to this. 27 and a half, he added. Estimated wins added. The second being Joel Embiid with 23.6. So near almost four, again, estimated wins. I know it's one stat, but just, you know, a lot of the advanced metrics, and this is something we see in baseball, you know, that that, that usually might pick out your award winner, at least in this era. I know there's some being some older voters and this is the same case in NBA. So this actually might be something that maybe, you know, helps Embiid's case, right? If you're looking, if you're looking at the stats on paper, I mean, it certainly looks like Embiid, but you take a little dive here into these advanced stats. Uh, Again, it points, I think it points to Jokic just as it did last year. 
Yeah, it does point to Jokic. Like all the advanced stats, like you said, efficiency number one. Like I think it's all time. Like the biggest, the most efficient, most efficient so, season of all time. I'm I'm pretty sure. Would you Would you maybe say um, Jokic, at least in your argument, because you think Embiid's gonna win, right? But you do do you have some thought that Jokic deserves okay, to win? Okay, so yes, like you, you said, who I think will win and who should win. I think that they might give it to Jokic. I believe, like, I think Embiid has earned it, but so has Jokic. It's a, it's to them too, for sure. I don't think Giannis has a chance, but we've seen some crazier things happen. I could, I would not be surprised if, if Jokic won it, but I, I believe that Embiid also has what it takes to win it. Fair, right? And I I, yeah. I have to say, like, I think, you know, if Embiid wins, I, I don't know how I'd feel. I, I, might, I might be a little mad for Embiid, <laughs> but I might be a little mad because I think, He's deserving, but we'll we'll talk about other awards here. Uh, let's go. I think the other ones. I think they're a piece of cake. I'll be honest. Yeah. Uh, Defensive Player of the Year. That's the next one. Again, actually, this one might be the other toss up. You know, just to get him off. I don't I see think, this as a toss up. You think Bridges? No, I think Giannis. You think you think Giannis? Well, yeah. I think. Okay, well, Bridges has picked up a lot. Is yes, why he has. Yeah, he has. Is, He's top is, three. Because it's it's arguably. You know, Gobert is going to get in there every year. It's it's tough because how many years can you give Gobert? I mean, he's he certainly anchors that defense, but there have been you know some performances with Gobert against other dominant bigs where he's actually he's gotten handled. He got he I think who I don't know who it was I don't remember, but someone dropped forty on him the other day, so he's had a down year for sure. Yeah, and the only reason like this one might have been Bam's year with the Heat being the one seed. I like, and that again, just going back to your MVP thing, that certainly mm-hmm. does help, you know, Embiid, like with MVP, yeah. right? Just team success. Cause we've seen this, like, we'll talk about the Phoenix Suns in a minute here. But uh, yeah, Bam, Bam out of bio might have been a favorite with this. But, mm-hmm. but Michael Bridges, you know, just based on giving the Suns, the Suns, like, he's the best defensive player on the best team in the yeah. NBA. I, that's, there's that's there's definitely an argument for him. There, there is an argument. I'm not going to go against that. I think the cop out answer is Giannis. Um, I also I listen to uh, Kenny for real on YouTube. Um, he does NBA breakdowns like every day. Um, and he said he went through a whole video on like defensive player of the year. And he went through Mikel Bridges. He went through Giannis. He went through Bam. He also went through Draymond Green, who hasn't played for like two months. So he was like top runner but then he missed a few months and he's out of the conversation now he also mentioned how it's really hard for a guard to win mvp or even like like a, a player like Mikel bridges although he is a four i'm pretty sure he's a forward but guards is hard hard to win because like they don't really see like man-to-man defense it, like people don't realize that they look at blocks and like who can protect the paint like centers and power forwards can do like Giannis can so I think the cop-out answer is Giannis, although players like Bridges do have an argument, but I'm I'm going to go with Giannis. And then I put Bam probably at two or three. Even with maybe. him playing 57 games? Yeah, that's the only thing. Like, it's it's hard to put him up there because, like his like you said, his games. But I would say Bam or Bridges two and three, and Giannis I, I would put at, at one. Yeah, I'll say Giannis should win the award, but I think I think Bridges will. You do so really? I, I do. I think I think he might get it, but I okay. I personally I agree with you, Gian, Giannis. It should be Giannis, mm-hmm. and I I don't think I don't think it should be debated that. But you know, Bridges is kind of what we've seen based on media. You know, that's, he's picked up a lot recently with Actually, trying to get the Suns awards. NBA posted a two uh, K like a mock um, award winners, and they had Giannis winning Defensive Player of the Year. Good. So I mean, good. that's that's something to look at. Yeah, good. I'd like to hear that Rookie of the Year. This one's um, kind of a toss up for me. 
I like Scotty Barnes. Me too. That's what I was going to say. I want Scotty Barnes, but the hype for Cade Cunningham. Yeah. And then um, Mobley. Mobley as well, yeah. right? Uh, those are the other guys. Actually, Mobley might be a little favorited over Cunningham. Over, yeah, yeah, Cunningham sure. right now. But which I, which, yeah, like you said, is fair. Mm-hmm. I think Barnes should win this award, and I hope he does. I really want him to also. I mean, he's he's said a lot of times he he's the best rookie. He's a bucket. He he's went out out and said that. I think Evan Mobley is favored right now. I think so. I, I saw him as like getting some traction um recently. But yeah, I want I want Barnes to win it. I mean, I'd say Barnes one, then I'd say Mobley two and Cunningham three. But Jalen Green is also up there too, just because his team is the fifteenth or are they the fifteenth? I think they're fifteenth seed or somewhere down there. Just because his team is really bad, he might not get that much attention, but I'd say, I'd say Barnes number one for sure. Yep, yep. Coach of the year, Monty Williams. Move Williams, on. that's not an argument. Uh, most improved player, Ja. Right, I, I would say Ja. Yeah, it's Ja Murray Garland. I'd or say Jordan Poole. Jordan, Jordan Poole. Thank you. He's yeah. a little underrated, you know, for this award too. Which well, might look when Curry went out. Look at him. He's averaging yeah. like twenty five. Oh yeah, he's a game, he's playing like crazy. an NBA All Star, All NBA type yeah. right now. Um, but look at the leap Jaws made and team success, I think helps him here. And I think that gets him the, the award. Yeah. Going back to what uh, Kenny said, he, um, he predicted at the beginning of the year that Jaw would become, go from an all-star to a superstar. And he's done just that. I mean, he's unreal. Uh, his team is the two seed. So he definitely has a case for most improved. So does Jordan Poole. But I think, um, what do we say? What do we say? He's going to win the award. John Morant's winning this award. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, I do think John Morant is going to win it. Uh, Jordan Poole has a good argument for second, but he he's had a great year. But John Morant has gone. Are you talking from, about like Garland? Garland made it. Garland also, yeah. I mean, he's he's put on even when his team went down. Obviously, Mobley. Dejounte Murray. Bit. Also, he a came bad on. Team. It doesn't he, really matter for a bad team for this award, but like like you said, Garland. I mean, uh, Jared Allen went down. He's had injuries all around him. The Cavs were the most injured team all year, and he stayed. I mean, they fall. They've fallen a little bit, but I mean, he's still been an, a great player. Well, Dejounte Murray with me is like their team. Just, I mean, they did make the play-in somehow, but their team just isn't what it should be. I mean, yeah. they're not that good. It's it's hard to give an award to them. But Miles Miles Bridges, Michael Bridges, or Mikhail mm-hmm. Bridges, brother. Uh, yeah. He was also. I mean, he he had another big year. Like, there's a lot a lot of good candidates here. He fell Again, off though a little bit. He was he was up yeah. there to start the yeah. year. But, yeah, but hey. Six man of the year, Tyler Hero. That's right? Hero. I, yeah. As much as I hate the guy being a Wisconsin fan, it's got to be Hero. Yeah. So um, with the awards, so like we basically said, there's three of them, a little congested with the defensive player of the year, most valuable player, and then um, with that rookie of the year being the three, you know, heavy. Mm-hmm. But I I hope they get them right, and we'll have to wait and see then with that. So let's talk now. Let's go to the play-in. Uh, Jared, you got a little update for us? I got three minutes two. left. Three. Yeah, 10, 10 point game. Garland got blocked. Yep. So a ten point game. Um, three minutes left. It looks like Nets might take this one. I wouldn't be surprised. So but we're gonna assume here. I'm sorry, but we're gonna say Nets win that, and we're we're not gonna focus a lot. You know, we're gonna do the playoffs. We're gonna talk about them, but we're gonna yeah. mostly assume that these seeds, other than Boston, I think is the only one that's on risk of being upset. I think Memphis takes care of. Um, whoever they play, I think Phoenix takes care of whoever they play. I think so I, too. Miami will take care of who they play. Maybe, you know, I I think maybe they go to five or six with a team, but yeah, the Boston's gonna be 
Yeah. The one where about Miami. Yeah. I don't I don't know if they'll be for sure. Um <laughs> I haven't thought highly of them all year. I've, obviously they're the one seed, but they're kind yeah, of they're giving me 76ers vibes from last year where they're kind so, of rated too high. But let, let's know. talk about it now, right? Okay, so you know, we talk about Miami. Let's start in we're gonna start in the Eastern Conference. We're gonna go one in the eight, and that's gonna be you know, it depends on the plan, right? So we're gonna say, you know, my whoever the Miami plays. How do what do we think of this Miami squad, which you already mentioned? A little, you know, 76ers vibes from last year, which is which is fair, right? And this team now kind of healthy, right? Bam being out for 25 games. Uh now we, we actually we see a healthy heat squad. I'm anxious to see how they play here. I think, you know, they might get a little run for the money, but I still think they're not gonna get they're not gonna lose in the first round. No, they're not. I th- I think it's gonna be Cavs. Um, I think they'll pull out the the eight seed where they are now. I think that it all fall into place the way it is. Um, I think Hornets and Hawks will have a, uh, they play tomorrow. I think that they'll lose to the Cavs, but I think that the Cavs will bring out one, one or two games maybe to the heat. Although I think the heat are going to take it in five or six. Like you said, I don't see this team losing. I mean, they had, they had a great team last year, went out and got Kyle Lowry and they've been great all year as the one seed shows. Yeah, surprise. We didn't think they were going to hang out of this one seed spot, but they did. I mean, it was really close. They made it close. They yeah. wanted to, but yeah, they, they got it. And yeah, like you said, great moves they made. They went out a guy, got a, got a guy like PJ Tucker, a winner. Oh, good point. Um, yeah. Tyler Hero off the bench, you know, have gave him the option now to come off the bench, which he's thrived in against, you know, backups and reserves. That's kind of how he's made his money. Right. But um, looking then. Boston and probably Brooklyn. We'll say Brooklyn. Uh, this is going to be an interesting series. Boston might be, they, they might be overrated there at the two. They might be, you know, on the upset watch. They, they might say my whole thing here, Jared, like, like, as you know, right. Jason Tatum, like we're going to, he's, he's going to have a game this series. He's going to have 40, right. Yeah. He's going to shoot, you know, probably like 13 for like 22 or something. And then he's going to you know, play very well. Then he's going to have that five point stinker. That's what I was going to say. I think he's still going to have like a two for 12 game or two for 15 games, yes. which could happen. I mean, let's think of the Brooklyn Nets last year. People were saying they were injured and that's why they didn't make it. They still had KD. Um, obviously, obviously, these two teams matched up last year, if it is the Nets and Celtics, and they had a full roster, but they also had James Harden. So people were saying against the Bucks when they played and they were without Harden a few games. They were without Kyrie a few games. But I mean, they still had to end the year with the Bucs in game seven, they had Durant and they had uh, Harden. So maybe this team isn't as good as people are making them sound just because they're the Nets and they have Kevin Durant. Um, I see this game at least go, or for sure going to seven games. Um, I'm actually going to take the Celtics just because they've had the best season. They had the best season out of any team after the all-star break. Um, they jumped up from like an eight seed to a two seed, which is unreal. So I, I like the Celtics team. Um, I like Jason Tatum in the playoffs. He'll have his 40 point game. Like you said, hopefully you can avoid that, that five, 10 point game, but maybe Jalen Brown will pick up maybe Marcus smart. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I like the Celtics team in seven. Well, and the concern, Robert, Robert Williams tearing his meniscus, right? Yeah. He's going to be out, I believe. So uh, that's something, you know, to keep an eye out for losing a guy like him. Look, I, I want I want a Bucks Nets rematch. I think that that <laughs> come on. If we can I watch more games, but for, ba- for basketball, that. Jared, that regular like all the games where we've seen Durant and Giannis match up, it's a treat. Yeah, true. What I want actually, we beat the Nets last year. I want a Celtics rematch. Although we beat them a few years ago, I want a rematch from when we lost to them. 
Um, because Jason 20, Tatum, 17, 2018, 18. Yeah, we lost them in seven when Middleton had that game winner, game one, or not game winner to go to overtime. You know the, you know the. Yeah, year. yeah, we know that series. Yeah. It was still the younger Bucks. It was before the mm-hmm. dominance took place. Yeah, the but, Nets are up by eight right now with 21 seconds. This game's looking like it's over. So this will. All right, we'll we'll, will we'll be say Nets. I'm gonna go. You know, I I if for the Bucks, I want the Celtics, right? But mm-hmm. you know, for for basketball, I think it'd be good for Bucks and Nets, but. I'll yeah. still I'll, I'll go maybe Celtics in seven, but I really want to go Nets. No I, team, I no team wants to play the Nets. Everyone's trying. The Bucks tried to avoid the Nets. If they would have gotten didn't. the two, they'd be playing first round. They tried to avoid them, and no one wants to play K- uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie in the playoffs. So for basketball, you're right. Yeah, Nets for sure. Nets Bucks rematch would be unreal. Amazing basketball, amazing TV. But if you want a, a easier road to the playoffs, not saying the Celtics are worse than the Nets because I think the Celtics will beat the Nets. But I mean. I want to see the Celtics win the series and go up against the Bucks. That would be that would be cool for me, for sure. Right, and four and five here, Philadelphia and Toronto. This is going to be rematch. interesting. And the yeah rematch is right, but Matisse Thibel. This is the story. Not able to play in games in Toronto. So only three is, and four. Only games only, three and four because he'll have his two weeks. Yep, up yep. after. And so I, I good to clarify that. So yeah. two games for sure. Right, if they play, I have to go into that next game. It would have been game six because they go back and forth. Yeah. Uh, what What will happen then is he'll be clear, like you said, mm-hmm. he will be able to play. So, just to keep that in mind, uh, I I don't know if that necessarily is a series breaker here for the Seventy <laughs> Sixers when you have an MVP candidate like Embiid it's... going up against the Raptors. But rap the Raptors, you know, Fred Van Vliet's been impressive. Siakam has been great. Barnes has been great. Who knows? My my thing is if if Gary Trent Jr. goes on stretches, he went on in the regular season. If these role players that you know Toronto has that can that have been proven to go hot at the right time, if they do, I think they might they might be able to control the series. Yeah, I mean Trent was dropping 35, 40 points at some point in the season. So I mean, with the whole Matisse Thibel thing, he's obviously their best defensive player besides maybe Embiid, who you can put up there. But Thibel averages like I mean a few steals a game. He's always on ball on their best defense on their best player. So that might affect their um, defensive rating. It definitely will. But I mean, it's not going to be a series breaker like you said. They got Harden. They have Embiid, who they'll probably take over. And although Harden has had a pretty bad playoff um, resume. So I'm not sold on the 76ers e- either, but I do think that the the Raptor or the Sixers will get revenge from the whole Kawhi Leonard game seven buzzer beater. Um, I believe that the the Sixers will uh, take this series. I'll, I th- I think it's going to go seven. I think it's going to be a great series, six or seven. But I think the Sixers will take this one. Yeah, it's going to be a great series. My thing, I want to see how Tyrese Maxey plays. I think that might be a story for the 76ers. See how he performs in the playoffs. And I, I'm looking forward to this series, though. Like like you said, I'm thinking in seven. Um, I, I'm going to go to Toronto. I got to be different. I'll say Toronto in seven if we're going to be. Making it's going to be close. It's going to be a great series. I mean, I could see Toronto winning winning it yeah. too. So. so now Bucks and Bulls. I just mm-hmm. want to say quickly, Bulls can't beat good teams. We this has been something we've talked about literally the whole year, and it's literally still true. So Bucks go four yeah. zero. Against the Bulls. In it's unfortunate. Season. I mean, the Bulls haven't made the playoffs in so long, and they get in the playoffs just to play the defending champs, which is like, I mean, they have they had a great season, but they, like you said, they can't be good teams. So, yeah, I, I think the Bucks are going to win this easy sweep. I think they're going to win in four. Maybe five. Maybe they'll pull out a game, but I see four. I see Bucks sweep. 
Yeah, I, I like Bucks in four. Uh, a lot of a lot of you know top NBA guys that are just saying Bucks in five to be nice. Yeah, gentlemen sweep basically. Yes. Yeah, I've seen that, but yeah, no, but Bucks Bucks got this series. You know the Bulls, they're a great team, but we've seen them against the the like when when Brook Lopez plays, especially. I mean, otherwise they've been fine, but. Nikola Vucevic has three, I believe it was three for 17 he shot. It was, yeah, it was a tough game. And like he, it just looks like that's a guy they've been able to really, you know, dominate against. And then uh, DeRozan's going to be taking twos against you. I mean, if you got to, if you want to beat the Bucks, you better be shooting threes. So yeah. if you want to beat the, like, like that's how it's been. And that's how it's been for the past few years under the Boonholzer era. If you want to beat this Bucks team, you better. You better be making 40% of your threes, be making double digits in the game. And the Bulls haven't been able to do that. And I don't think they're going to be able to do that this series, at least for a full series. So Bulls and or Bulls are going to lose in four. Yeah. Like you said, defense, I mean, making your threes. Brooke Lopez is a beast in the paint. He's going to defend that paint. Giannis is going to filter them right down to him. So if you're not hitting your shots, if Levine doesn't have his four or five threes a game or any, like, you know, if they don't have those shots, they're not going to win a single game. But maybe they'll have a breakout game where they hit like, 50% of their shots, but uh, who knows? I mean, I see Bulls losing all four. I, I can't see them. Maybe they pull out one game. Maybe DeRozan goes off for a 45 piece or something, but I see the Bucks just being too strong for the Bulls. I see that as well. Let's go to the Western Conference here, and then we're going to give our dark horse. We're going to go champion. We're going to talk about the finals, and you're going to give your pick because hopefully, Jared, you'll be on next Monday for the Sports Grip. So 58, we'll talk more playoffs, and then we'll kind of just follow it, you know, week by week here. So Let's talk now Western Conference one and eight, the sixty-four and eighteen Phoenix Suns against whoever they play. Uh, you could go Suns in four here. You could maybe say Suns in five, like you mentioned, a gentleman's sweep. I don't think whoever they play, it's gonna be close. This Suns team's been impressive. Yeah, no, I, I think it will be the Timberwolves. Um, we'll see, I guess, tonight they play, but I I mean they we'll we'll see. I don't I don't know. When this is up or like in a few days, we'll find out, but I don't know. It doesn't matter who they're playing. If it's San Diego, or if it's San Antonio, if it's New Orleans, Timberwolves, Clippers, either one of those four. I don't. I don't see the Suns losing a single game here. Like you said, I mean, maybe the Clippers take a game from them because their playoffs the last few years have been good. But six or the Suns are gonna easily win the series. Yeah, I like. I like Phoenix there. Uh, let's go. Let's go right to Memphis here. The two seed. Uh, you think the Clippers? Then you know they're gonna be that eight. But I do think the Clippers will get in here. I think that's totally fair to say that. So. Yeah, um, looking at that game, the two and the seven there, um, I, I like I like Memphis again here. I mean, it's hard for me to go against them. I know they're young. I know like they're one of the youngest teams, if not the youngest team in in basketball. So I know there's going to be some people pointing. Maybe this Clippers team, maybe they do they show out them up, and maybe they take care of them in six or seven. But I don't I don't know about this early them going down. Yeah, um, here's my upset. It is okay. Yeah. I. Like you said, the Grizzlies are super young. John Moran's had a great year, but I mean, the Clippers have been amazing lately. They got Paul George back. I don't really, I mean, the Clippers, another Los Angeles team, which I'm not a big fan of, but like, you know, I like the Grizzlies. They're a great chemistry team. Amazing without John Morant and with John Morant, but the Clippers have just had, I mean, they went to the finals or the Easter Western conference finals last year against the Suns. And they're, if they sneak in as a seven seed, I think they'll take the series I, I see Clippers in seven and seven here but if they do lose the playing game and they go against the Suns they'll lose in four or five so I I got That's the Clippers fair. the Clippers if they do win if they get the seven seed I got them upsetting the Grizzlies the Clippers do have my favorite fantasy basketball streamers 
uh, for sure with Amir Coffey and Luke Kennard. I think they're my favorite. Yeah. My favorite uh, one-two punch to use <laughs> once in a while. And yeah, yeah, but I, you're right. You're right. I mean, like I mentioned, I said it's gonna be an upset one. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'll go. I still want to go because it's we don't see the twos losing to the seventh mm-hmm. a lot. You don't see this every day. I'll still say Memphis. I they, they're gonna give a run for their money though. I'll say six or seven Memphis. It will take care of this. We could Here we, we could see we could see two seven seeds beating two seeds with Brooklyn this, and Boston. Yeah, this too. is the year. I I, yeah. I do agree that the, these are gonna be close series. I think, but Golden State, the three seed, they it's they got Denver and they gotta take care of Jokic and company. They went forty eight and thirty four, and then Warriors fifty three twenty nine. Look, um, I know Golden State. You know Stephen Curry's. That's a question right now. We don't know his status right now for game one. I believe it's still. You know, maybe hopefully there's an update for Thursday, but when this is going to be out, but uh, this is concerning right now, right? Right. As of right now, I, I like Denver in this series, which really? uh, yeah, yeah, I do. I like, okay. you know, they, they arguably have the best player um, between these two teams and, you know, Jokic is due. I think his squad, they're due for some playoff success. And I think this is going to be a year where they're going to get some playoff success. Okay, well, Woj tweeted out earlier today that it's a close call on Steph's availability for Game 1. If Steph doesn't play Game 1, Game 2, I mean, yeah, I could see Nuggets winning. But without Jamal Murray, without Michael Porter Jr., they're struggling. They're, they've, they got the 6 seed. They have Jokic, obviously, former MVP, or run, reigning MVP. I could see them maybe, maybe pulling out a few games. I wouldn't say that they'd win the series. I mean, Klay Thompson's back this year. Steph Curry, if he does play. Um, they got a strong team. I, I got even with Jordan Poole. I mean, he's but stepped up. So I don't know how it'll, how would it be when Steph Curry comes back if he keeps up his playing. But I, I'd say another good series. I'll take Warriors and six. Fair, yeah. I, I think right now with Curry's status is what what leans me. You know, maybe because we've seen some of these Denver players. You know, Monte Morris, uh, Jeff Green, right? Some of these <laughs> older guys. Aaron Gordon's played well, and then like Bones Highland off the bench. I mean, there's been some I like guys. Bones. Bones There's been some great. guys who have like stepped up for the squad, you know, surrounding Jokic with shooters like Aaron Gordon's now a three point shooter. Uh, <laughs> he's, and I just think that might help out the nuggets here. Like you've said a little bit, a little slump. Uh, and then they have some guys who you know, we thought they were going to have Because imagine if they had Murray and Porter jr. Uh, this squad would be dangerous, but I don't know. I, I'll go, like I said, I'll still go Denver in six or seven. I'll probably lean towards seven there. And then here we go, Dallas and Utah. So questions here is with Luca's status. Uh, this what are they is, doing? What are the Mavericks doing? Yeah, um, why, like talk about a disaster. They were up uh, by like 15 at the time too. Just just rest them. Like obviously you're playing for positioning, but come on, you can't make that decision. You can't you can't do that. Can't do that is right. And they did. And um, <laughs> you know this this hurts that squad. And this is another one. They made some moves. You know, training Chris Stapps, Porzingis. <laughs> Uh, and it's just, you know, it's been, it's been interesting, you know, for this Maverick squad overall, you know, what do you think we're going to see out of the series? I like Utah here. I, I do now, especially with, you know, what we saw with Luca, but I think, I think it'd be cool to see Utah Denver or it wouldn't be Utah Denver, um, sadly because of where they're lined up. But it would, I'm what I meant to say, it's going to be cool to see Utah and Denver both moving on. Yeah, I agree. I think Utah's winning win the series. They were the ones he last year and, they kind of um, didn't uh, live up to their expectations. And it was 
they lost. I mean, it, it was a great series they had, but I, I think that Utah will come out. Um, like you said, Luca's status is this is a question. If he's playing, it'll be a great series. If he's not playing, games one, two. I mean, he'll come back. I'm sure he'll come back eventually in the in the postseason. He's but he's gonna come back probably. I would guess probably game two he'd play. Maybe game three. But I I do I do like Utah. I like Donovan Mitchell, great player. Um, Rudy Gobert, like we said, not one of his best seasons defensively, but he's still that defensive presence in the paint um they got a great season great team and i think that they'll come out of the first round here i do as well i like that um and wrap up here jared let's go bold here let's go long bets here long bet style from the sports crew episodes on monday uh who is your nba finals you know who do you think's gonna be in the finals and who's your champion so i got a rematch rematch I have, Bucks, I have a rematch too, i'm so. sure we both have that um, <clears throat> as much as I want to say repeat, I can't be biased. Uh, the Suns are having an incredible year, an incredible season. And I've said all year that there's no team that I can see the Bucks losing to in a seven game series. They have this, a better team than last year. And I, I mean, without PJ Tucker, obviously, but I, I could not see this team losing to any, any other team except for the Suns. The Suns are unreal. I think, I think they took the series or is it two, two? season series or was it three one songs um, i'm not sure but they they when yeah. i've watched them play in the, in the regular season they they matched up nicely they played mm-hmm. they played some great basketball against the bucks not to say they're gonna do that in a seven game series and not to say the bucks you know we've seen them in the regular season maybe not go all the way right so yeah i think that not that it'll p- play a factor but Giannis did say after he won the finals he's like we're just out here to have fun now we already won the ch- the title like we already did it so there's no stress for them to like have to do it. So I think he'll be playing more relaxed and laid back. Although he's going to give 100%, I think that he'll have the, he won't have that stress on him. So he'll go out there and play his own game. Maybe he'll shoot some more threes, which he's developed this year. So I could see I could see the Bucks winning this winning the NBA Finals again, which I would like nothing more than that. But I think it'll go to seven games, and I think that the Suns will take it in Phoenix. Sadly, yeah, and you know we saw the Bucks beat them by ten, but that was without Booker and Paul. It was only mm-hmm. ten. And I was at home yeah. too. That's my whole thing. You know, I, I have to say sons too, I think sadly, but um, we're both thinking the same thing. And that's just, again, mm-hmm. like watching the Suns play a full 82, they were, they've been the best team and there's no reason for them not to like lose this unless they have some type of bucks collapse. We saw in a bubble, some bucks, you know, collapse, like they're, yeah. barring injury, right? There, There's not much else that I would say, you know, like I, I think they're the winners right now and we'll have to wait and see with that. So our long bets are kind of boring. They're both the same, but it's okay. You know, that, that'll happen. Maybe we'll both be on one, but sometimes this. you just got to take the best team, best team, best record. It, it might Which happen. I don't like to do anymore. You know, baseball's really, you know, shown. Yeah. Um, like I was so confident in the Houston Astros in 2019 and the nationals took care, of <laughs> but um, I was like, throughout, even the Braves, I, I wasn't sure if they were going to do it, but, but we took our upsets along the way. I just think that the best two teams will come out, and the exactly. Suns and Bucks are the best that's, two. And that's what it comes that's down. That's how to. it's going to be. It's not like March Madness; you only get one, you get seven here. So I think that that helps make the best teams win games. So with that, Jared, you got anything else here? No, I mean playoffs start soon. Looking forward to watching them, and hopefully the Bucks can repeat. Repeat, even though I have them losing. Hopefully they can pull it out. Yeah, we're still Bucks fans at the end of the day. So go Bucks! We want them to win it all, and Deer District's gonna be fun. So with that. Talking scheduling here. This is airing on Thursday. You know, Brewers home opener. I will be there. And then tomorrow, 
we got journey to a million. We're going to be talking Vikings and lions, two other NFC North squads, along with Zach Roush, of course. So yeah, with that here, thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Jordan and drew the sports crew, the perfect podcast for you.